0: So why not just take this money, this theoretical money, and remember, when you're talking about this team, it's always theoretical, and give it to O'Neal Cruz. Good morning to you. Good Thursday morning here in High in the Skyland. I'm Dayon Kovacic of the K Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Pirates. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or hockey. I also offer daily shots of Steelers and Penguins where you found this one. Who knows how much money Brian Reynolds was offered? We do know how much Brian Hayes was offered, because he ended up taking it. But we also know that Reynolds is a better player than Hayes. And we also know, if we're being honest here, that Cruz has a higher ceiling than, well, than probably the overwhelming majority of Well, the Major League Baseball Brotherhood as a whole, he can do things that other humans can't, as I'm fond of saying. And as such, we have no idea where he'll end up. He hits home runs by accident. He can throw the ball a zillion miles an hour and compensate for whatever other shortcomings there might be at shortstop. He's special. He's legitimately special. And as such, it's reasonable to expect that with good instruction, good coaching, good deployment, you'll see him become the star that he should be. You don't like to attach that label prematurely to anyone. But when you see someone doing things that others can't, put it this way. When you see Cruz hitting home runs the way that he does, and then you take those home runs and you look at the home runs that Jack Sawinski hit, no shot at Jack here, okay? Jack rose up from double A and made it all happen in a year that he probably shouldn't even have been in Pittsburgh. But these are not similar things. No one looks at Sawinski's 19 homers almost all of which went to right field in a home ballpark that's very friendly to right field hitters, et cetera, et cetera. and says, wow, Jack is really headed somewhere. Jack could be a nice corner outfielder for you over the longer term if he cleans up some other aspects of his offensive approach. But Cruz, he's something else. So do you take... This money that was or wasn't, depending on who you'd believe, on the table for Reynolds and say, let's 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 take it over to this guy. Not for PR purposes, but heaven knows this team is isn't doing anything for PR purposes. And if they are heaven, help the actual PR, because that's not how it tends to roll. Remember, somebody made the decision to release that video of everybody jumping up and down when the Pirates won the draft lottery, you know, for losing 201 games over two seasons at their fans expense. So, no, I mean, just for baseball purposes, do you take that money and start dealing with Cruz and his representation instead? This portion of Daily Shot of Pirates is brought to you by our friends at North Shore Tavern that's directly across Federal Street At this concept is to say there's no way Cruz should listen to them. There's no way Cruz should sit down with the Pirates and start talking to them uh, the way, say, Wander Franco did with the Rays. He hasn't even had a full season in the majors yet. He could end up doing something in 2023 that would be out of this world. And I mean, not just the baseball At which point he'll have a much better feel, as will his representation, as to what he's going to be worth someday. So why would he lock himself into something in Pittsburgh when he could just, you know, play out his, I guess you'd call it purgatory time in Pittsburgh and go ahead and make a gazillion dollars once you're out. Why not do that instead? So that, that's the first barrier for me, is that I don't think the player or his representation would want to entertain this. But then Franco did sign a deal with the Rays. And not that I'm comparing them, but Hayes did sit down and sign a franchise record deal with the Pirates. So it's not unthinkable. It can happen. It does happen. But with players this special, look from the Pirates' perspective, this is an easy open and shut case. Hell yes, you should do that. Whether or not you were going for Reynolds, you should do that. Whether even if Reynolds had said yes, and Reynolds had said, "I'll take uh, you know one twenty over X number of years," and the Pirates were committed now to the largest contract in franchise history by a margin of fifty million. You would still, if you were a responsible, competitive organization, go after crews in the same way. But they are not that. They are not that. They are not even a reasonable facsimile of that. So they're not going to do it. So you know what I just did? I just wasted roughly six minutes and 35 seconds of everybody's time. When we come back, J1Q. J1Q comes from Greg Williams, who says, DK, I was grimly following along. The Wednesday morning daily shot, shaking my head in disgust, agreeing with every point, and then you did a rundown of the 2023 rotation, and just for a second or two, hope. I mean, it does sound pretty good, especially the young big three. Maybe it's starting pitching that leads the way. To the next good team. Maybe it is, Craig, because you know who I didn't mention? On yesterday's show were Mike Burrows and Quinn Priester, who are their top two pitching prospects and who are going to be right there in Indianapolis knocking on the door. The Super 2 door, because money always comes first, but they'll be knocking on that door. So you'll have even more arms to throw into the mix. And you'll have more than enough guys to throw Vinny Velasquez out of the mix. And I say that even if Velasquez does well, because the last two guys they got for this specific role did do well, Tyler Anderson and Jose Quintana. What you can do with Velasquez is then trade him, like they did with those two guys. But the rotation situation, the starting pitching, looks healthy. It really does. For anybody who missed yesterday's show, I'm going to run that list by you as well. Mitch Keller, Rowanzi Contreras, Johan Oviedo, Luis Ortiz, not right away because of Super 2, but eventually. JT Brubaker, Vince Velasquez, and then the two prospects I just mentioned. And there's going to be other guys that get mixed in there as well. At, to Ben Charrington's credit, is a pretty nice setup. Entering the season, it's the kind of setup that in a more competitive setting, you'd want to make sure that you were taking care of all of the other pieces that you have in place and really supporting the team. And by the way, making sure that your best player doesn't bail on you. Do you see what I mean when I say that everything swings back to Reynolds and it's very, very difficult to sustain any significant dialogue on this team without it boomeranging back to that? Because look at the outfield without Reynolds. Or, for that matter, for those of you clinging to hope that somehow this will all magically fix itself, look at the outfield with Reynolds in it, but standing out there thinking about how he'd rather be somewhere else. It just doesn't get off the ground. And that's where, if I've sounded excessively negative of late, and I know I've heard that from some of you, uh, sorry, not sorry, as the cool kids say, because I see my only responsibility in this show as calling it like it is. If the pirates had taken care of business, and that's all it is, When you keep your best player, you don't even get flowers for that. Your best player needs to be taken care of. If you're not doing that, you're derelict in duty. And they can't do that. They won't do that. So, where do you go from there? How do you get excited about O'Neill Cruz, even if he were to sign? A contract here how do you get excited about Tamar johnson how do you get excited about whoever it is that they'd pick number one overall in the next draft what on earth were they jumping up and down for do they think they're actually going to keep that guy whoever it is that they get heck do they actually think they're all going to still be employed by the time that kid gets to the majors what were they jumping around for how does none of this ever manage to work itself into the big picture? with these people how do they not seem to grasp that there's only one goal in this process and that is to win in pittsburgh they just don't get that i sure i didn't even answer your very very good question but i appreciate it <laughs> regardless i appreciate everybody listening to daily shot of pirates we'll do one more of these tomorrow